Inconceivable, a game of nerdery and nonsense, trivia and tribulations. Now, let's join our panelists and the man who, until this very moment, didn't realize that you could rearrange the letters in the Caledonian Gambit to spell Hotel Dating Ambiance, your host, Dan Morin. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. I'm your host, Dan Morin. To my right is Team One. We hope we finish in time for him to catch Duskfall, Christopher Husberg. Hello. In That's me. <laughs> in any race with her, it's always neck and necrotech, Casey Alexander. Hello. <laughs> They're not going to get any better. <laughs> Are they He's going to play worse? this game like a boss, Adam Rakunis. Hi. I'm so glad I ran up here just for this. <laughs> Who is captaining team one? Casey Alexander. That would be me. Casey Alexander will captain. Excellent. To my left is team two. If we actually had intro music, uh, we guess that she'd be queuing up Ride of the Valkyries, Juliet Capra. Hello. Thanks. He's a writer, coder, board game geek, and he packs a kick like a kangaroo to Curtis C. Chen. Hey, everyone. And she'll take this game on at high speed, light speed, in fact, Wendy N. Wagner. Woo! Who's captaining Team 2? That would be me. Curtis Chen. As a reminder, correct answers are worth 10 points with partial credit decided by me and maybe the audience if I'm feeling, feeling uh, encouraging there. We're going to start off with round one, a game I, I call These Acronyms Really Do Import Significance. Everybody loves acronyms. For five points, expand the following abbreviation. And for an additional five points, please give me the property of its origins. Chris, we're going to start with you. All right. Hit me. All right. Star Labs. Specifically the star. Okay. Star Labs. Team. <laughs> um, so, star probably has to do with space. <laughs> so I think I'm on the right track. Space, time, and reality. Space, time, and reality lead all before... Oh, just labs. Oh, space, time, and reality. <laughs> I mean, extra credit? I don't... What? Do, do you think you have some credit right now? <laughs> we have no credit. Yeah. We, are, we are without cred. Um, are, are we allowed to heckle? <laughs> oh, you're totally allowed to heckle. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely allowed. You have you're a doing microphone. great, guys. I can't, Keep going. I can't Keep stop going. you. I'm, so, um, I'm, I'm totally distracted by this cute little... I know. Guy. See, it's unfair. Are you working for the other team? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sleeper agents. Yeah, yeah. Stark. Oh, man, it's right. All right, you, get, you think you got... Do you know where it's from? Do you have any uh, letters? Yeah, it's, it's, Adam, let, take us home. I, I know at least it's from DC Comics, and it's in The Flash. Yeah, okay. TV show. That's worth five points. Woo! Okay. Sorry. You're almost a winner. There okay. <laughs> I know. It's so much more frustrating when you're up on stage, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Everybody, when you listen to this later, feel free to yell at me, because I yelled at all the past panelists. <laughs> all right. I'm going to... 
I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need a final answer. So oh, yeah. you have to okay. give me give me something. You might get some partial credit. Um, yeah, from DC Comics. All right, <laughs> and the Flash. Space, time, and reality. <laughs> All right, you went with space, time, and reality. That is not correct. <laughs> but what? You, but you did earn yourself uh, five points there for partial credit. Sweet. This is super efficient that I can do this because I, I definitely can see what's on the other side. <laughs> so smart thinking on my part. Uh, other side, does anybody over there happen to know what it stands for? No. Is it, is it um, science, technology, and research? That's pretty close. I, you would have gotten some points on that one. It is the Scientific and Technological Advanced Research Laboratory. So everybody's on fire so far. That's five points on the board. <laughs> Juliet, you're up next. Uh, we'll start okay. with this one. What does THACO stand for? Oh, for... Oh. <laughs> it's always good with the other team. Oh. Things like they know it. Team? How about... Any thoughts? Really? Or, yeah, murmuring, murmuring. Yeah, murmuring. This, this is great for a podcast. This is great for podcasting. Right? Lean away from the mic. <laughs> you said THACO, right? I said THACO. I can spell it for you if you want. Please. It's T-H-A-C-0. Zero. zero, yeah, to hit armor class zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the word with, is back. consultation from the team. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Go for it. it to get armor class zero? To hit armor class zero. To hit armor class zero? And it's from? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> That's 10 points. Well done. This one? No? Dang it. Is that a say 10? Great. I'm sorry, you only have Fantastic. one Fantastic. All right, 10-5. Uh, Casey, you're up next. What up? Uh... Avis, A-I-V-A-S. You know, I feel that this is really unbalanced. And you know what? It's funny. Every team always says that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm unbalancing everything, but very evenly. Avis. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. The, the word, the abbreviation you need to expand is Avis. <laughs> can, you, can you spell it? A-I-V-A-S. Oh, A-I-V-A-S. Okay, so I'm thinking artificial intelligence something. Sorry, A-I-V-A-S. Come on, pay attention, Adam. Shake it off, you bum. Uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, virtual vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. Do you have any ideas is. where it's from? Uh, a science fiction property. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> some, some real insight over there. Is it from a respected science fiction Whoa, property? Whoa, okay, I'm not getting one. into qualitative discussions with you. Yeah, okay. That's, so there's nothing wrong with that. I swear it's like, I swear, right? Like nice. I know. Yeah. Artificial intelligence... Okay, someone's scowling at me, and <laughs> I'm like, never mind. <laughs> Artificial intelligence vehicle, or I don't. Someone's waving at me, or someone. Tony Stark. Oh, hello, Tony Stark. Come answer this question. No, no. no. <laughs> Wait right. a second. Is it from one of the Avengers franchises? It, it's not. Damn it! <laughs> no, yeah, that wasn't. That was that was total was sabotage there. Much so more clear. Yeah. All right, I, all right. Give me, give me some words here. I got nothing. Artificial intelligence, vehicular, 
Assistant system. All right, so you're gonna, do you have an idea smart. about the property? All right, you're going to get some points there because some of your words were correct. <laughs> some of them were even in the answer. Um, does anybody on this side happen to know where this is from or what it is? Nothing. See? I'm guessing someone, does anyone in the audience know this one? Wow, this is, uh, wow, I stumped everybody, huh? All right, so this is from a very lengthy series, Anne, McCra Anne McCaffrey's Dragon Riders of Pern. Why did this is the uh, the AI that they find. Buried. Oh, that's why I stopped when the sci-fi came. <laughs> ah, yes, there you go. It stands for yeah, uh, artificial intelligence voice address system. So you got three out of five wor uh, words there. So I'm going to give you three points because I feel like I'm being exceedingly generous. Uh, this one, right? No, my God, I cannot read. Flip towards me. All right, thank you. I'm scorekeeper challenge one. Usually yeah. I have a scorekeeper, but he couldn't make it, so I feel like I really got screwed on this one. Do, and these this is also a, a very uh, ten dollar scorecard. <laughs> How am I doing? Am I almost there? God, I hope this ends soon. All right, thank you, and ten points for me. Uh, all right, uh, let's see, Curtis, you're up next. I'm here. All right. Can you tell me what Spectre stands for? What is wrong with you? Do you think you can tell me all of what it stands for? Good luck. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, maybe. We'll see. So, so I'm guessing it's a Spectre from James Bond. That's correct. Um, so it's... <laughs> Not so cocky now, are we? <laughs> Do you know um, what it stands for? Uh, that's that's an excellent question. Dan. Do I know? <laughs> that's why what I asked. That, it's been years since I. Uh, it's it, okay. It's S P E C T R T R E because it's British. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, so spectre, uh, if you prefer. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> um, God, I'm. <laughs> so, it's that's really long. It's like six, seven letters. It is pretty. It is pretty long. Secret. I'm gonna say, as with okay. many of these things, secret. So I, um, I, that seems plausible. That seems possible. Um, P. Uh, secret people. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the secret people, the scariest James Bond villain. <laughs> You know, they, that's why they never say it out loud. That's, that's right. Why they that's made right. That's why they made it. That's why they made an acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, team. It <laughs> could be. Uh, uh, okay. Well, if it's, is it a government? It's a government, like spy intelligence group, right? Yeah, you're getting there. I think. Right. You've got five points for knowing it's James Bond. Right. That's a pretty good start. <laughs> okay. If you can give me any of the yeah, letters, you might wrong. earn a couple points there. <laughs> you're doing great, guys. This is great. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Don't get yeah. excited. <laughs> Covert. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Throw out some more spy words. Reconnaissance. Okay, good. <laughs> um, what What does E stand for? That's spy-ish. Espionage. Um, yes, there are two E. Extra. <laughs> yeah, so secret people, espionage, <laughs> covert, oh, things. All the spy words. 
Reconnaissance extra. <laughs> I don't. Well, okay. All right, wait, wait. I know you're laughing. That's all I got. Sorry. This is pretty incredible because he managed to list a word for each letter and got zero of them correct. <laughs> and that is an achievement. <laughs> does, I, just out of curiosity, does the other team, do you got anything on this one? Uh, spies, pies, electronics, uh, tacos. I would shop at Spies, Pies, oh, and no, Electronics. No, 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 I forgot. Sp- <laughs> spies, pies, electronics, chimichangas, tacos, rienos. And more enchiladas. <laughs> we yeah, that sounds great. I would totally shop there. Uh, uh, yeah. That is, that is totally incorrect. Uh, anybody out there happen to know the whole... Oh, someone feels like they know the tell whole me, thing. Tell me S starts with society. What do you got? Damn it! Oh, you looked it up, though. Is that is that legit? Do you not just know off the top of your head? See, so my, my favorite part about getting this wrong is that one of my good friends is in the audience, and she's like the biggest James Bond expert <laughs> and has been like glaring daggers at me this entire time. You That's are just being rough. Judged. Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah. Okay. It's a special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. That's totally right. Yeah. So that's uh, 10 points for the audience. Uh, So you guys got James Bond, and I'm going to give you a bonus point because you uh, got absolutely nothing right. Can can I just say that's a terrible name for... I made this really easy on myself. You're going to tell people you're into extortion. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give them one more because they they were impressively got nothing right, which I think is delightful. All right. Adam, all right, all right, are you Dan. ready? No, but go ahead. Visor. <sighs> okay, that's Jordan LaForge's eyepiece, right? Yeah, Do I get yeah, that that's, much? That's worth five points. Yeah, Thank can you God. tell me what it stands for? <laughs> uh, well, well, visual. No, not enhanced because that's, that, that'd be that'd be Vezor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vezor. <laughs> They, they were so close in the first draft of Star Trek. They're like, whoa, Vezor, that almost spells visor. <laughs> we should change that letter. Visual integration. It's Vi-Z. Uh, Is it a Z? Or it's an S? I don't know. This, this question brought to you by Visine. <laughs> <laughs> this special episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. Optical. Uh, optical readout. Readout? Okay, so. so uh, one more time. Visual. Visual integration system for optical readout. That's a pretty good one. I like it. Yeah. I, I feel like that creatively that describes what it does. But it's you got one right. <laughs> <laughs> Please it, tell me it was visual. It was right? visual. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna get. I'm gonna give you uh, six points for that. Uh, does the other side happen to know what the whole thing stands for? I don't know the whole thing, but I remember reading this and thinking that it was clearly like they made up the acronym. And no, they would never do that. Because like the last three are sense organ replacement. Sensory, but yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. So visual like, instrument and sensory organ replacement. Which is like totally redundant. Like, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's... call it something else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yours was bad. You, you know what? We're going to call them up and let them know. Uh, uh, so that's six points. And someone's going to tell me I when I do this right. Was what would... All right. Apple juice. You know what? I'm going to turn price. this around. Six for, oh, I, now I can do math. This is great. It turns out that I actually know how to do math when I'm looking at a thing. <laughs> Maybe. I just can't use this thing because it you know, was $10. <laughs> All 
I've learned a lot about how not to do a live show. All right. There we go. 6141. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, one more. Wendy, what, yes. is, what does MODOK stand for? All right, team. <laughs> what is this from? I'm so good at picking the questions for the people. <laughs> that explains why I don't know it, if it's a comic thing. All right, we According to my team, it's a Marvel comics thing. That that's correct. That's worth five points. Ooh, he's a bad guy who doesn't have legs. Machine <laughs> older derived original creature. Wendy, Wendy, here's a hint. It's that older machine race we made in the last panel. Oh, excellent. I love that machine race. Let's see. So we were going with machine. So the M, we believe, is for machine. I think you're just Machine can't... operated. Okay. Machine operated duck. Device originated creature. Ooh. No. <laughs> but I like the thought. Uh, but you got Marvel Comics. That's worth a point. Or five points, sorry. Five points. And anybody over there know the whole thing? Oh, Casey's picking up the mic with purpose. No, hand it to Adam. What okay, do we ready? got? Machined, only designed, only for killing. You repeated only twice, but that's super close. There are actually three different versions of M. So it's either mental, mobile, or mechanized. Organism designed only for killing is correct. Oh. Well, we got two. Adam. In my defense, All right. I could see Marvel in the 60s so five twice in a name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at the end of round one, and as soon as I figure out how to adjust the scores, uh, everything's going to be great. Why are there two zeros? I don't even get that. <laughs> uh, all right. So, that was the wrong direction. <laughs> this is going great. Yeah! All right, at the end of round one, it is team 221 to team 114. We're going to round two. The round two is the first of our fake-off rounds. In this one, team one must find the liar. Team one, uh, team one, you can bid between one and ten points based on the following category. If you get it right, you get that many points. If you get it wrong, you lose that many points. So that's a lot of points on the board there. Um, your uh, category is fantasy creatures. How many points do you want to bid between one and ten? We're going to bid nine million. Nine million. That is more than ten. <laughs> All right, fine. Ten. Ten? I mean, All right. Ten, ten it is. All right. Ten points on the board for you to suss out which of the following definitions of the word is correct. Your word is grick, G-R-I-C-K. And our first definition... Whoa, okay. This is some serious gamesmanship going on here. Our first definition comes from Juliet. Grick is a fantasy creature who lives in shadows, who comes out and attacks, and is uh, a tentacled and beaked monster in Dungeons and Dragons. All right, so it's either a tentacled and beaked monster that attacks from the shadows, or, Curtis, what is Grick? Uh, Grick is actually the name of the, the character, which is an alien, that Laura Dern is playing in Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Ooh, that's all I can say about Spo it. Spoilers. Because spoilers. Spoilers. Yes. Exactly. How do you know 
<laughs> He's plugged in, man. I don't know. All right, so it's either a character from the upcoming Star Wars Episode Eight, or it's a tentacled monster from the dungeons, or Wendy, it's what? A Grick is a race of lizard-like beings that were written about by the legendary fantasist Lord Dunsany, and it was a major influence for H.P. Lovecraft's Deep Ones. Ooh, okay. So it's either uh, an inspiration for the Deep Ones, a character from Episode Eight, or uh, that tentacled monster from D&D is looking pretty good right now. It's one of those. Team One, uh, tell me which one. Ten points on the board. Hey, everybody. Dan here. This is the time of year when we remind you about how you can support this podcast by becoming a member of The Incomparable. You can sign up for a monthly or annual pledge and support this podcast directly. Here's what you do. Go to theincomparable.com slash members and fill out the sign-up form. You'll then be asked to pick the shows on the network that you'd like to support. If you just check the box for Game Show, your contribution will come to me at Inconceivable, Steve Lutz over at Low Definition, and everybody else with a show on The Game Show. After, of course, a few fees are taken out, but I'm assured by the management that it's very reasonable. If you listen to other podcasts on the Incomparable Network, you can also check their boxes, and your contribution will be shared equally by all the shows that you want to support. As a thank you for supporting us, members receive extras, including exclusive bonus audio, a live bootleg feed of the Incomparable, and access to a members-only Slack group. Since this is pledge season, this month many of the shows on the network will be posting bonus episodes just for members. There are contribution levels at $5, $10, and $20 per month, and annual equivalents are available as well. And if you're already a member, it's easy to increase your pledge to a higher level and get some special goodies in return. So if you'd like to support us, go to theincomparable.com members to sign up. Thanks, and back to the show. It looks like they have an answer. Casey, All what, right. have, what have you decided a Grick is? No offense, Wendy, but we think you're too intelligent. Ooh. And, and that answer was far too smart. <laughs> Curtis, I'm going to eat my non-hat if I'm wrong, but there is no way you know more about that Star Wars stuff than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Juliet. You don't think it's that one either? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. <laughs> it's none of them. It's yeah, none of them. Wait, no. Dan it screwed us again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we think that Juliet is telling the truth, and the other two are liars, liars, pants on fires. Their pants seem okay, which is good, because we don't want to have any fire code violations. All right. Um, really? At Comic-Con? <laughs> <laughs> Team two, they think a Grick is an underground monster from D&D. Juliet, that's your answer. Is that correct? Yes, it is. That is 10 points on the board. So you guys just jumped up to not go. Yep. Mm Going to get this right by the end of the game. I just want to say that I've never been so offended to be called intelligent before. (laughs) You know what? Deal with it, lady. And I'm not sure I've ever been so offended to have one of my teammates called intelligent. (laughs) What does that say about the rest of us? All right, so we're going into round three. Round three is a game called One of These Things is Not Like the Other. Uh, in this game, I'm going to give each of you a set of items. You have to tell me which of those items doesn't fit in that group and why. Juliet, we're going to start with you. Okay. Your items are Tatooine, Dantooine, 
Mantuine and Clatuine. <laughs> yeah. Those are all things. Those are all. One of those one of those fits for or does not fit for some reason. Maybe you can start by figuring out what the items are. A lot of discussion. The second one was Dantooine. It's named after me. <laughs> it's easy to remember. Well, that's the answer. That's the answer. There you go. I gave it away. <laughs> any uh, any thoughts here, team? Dan, two? can you repeat them again? I can repeat them. They are Tatooine, Dantooine, Mantooine, and Clatooine. Any ideas there, team two? Lots of discussion. Most of it off mic. <laughs> We're great for a podcast. This, 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 is, this, is, this is riveting stuff. <laughs> Next time we'll have seven mics. It'll be great. <laughs> or maybe four. <laughs> Well, we've gotten as we've gotten as far as as Star Wars. Okay. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> how how long were you talking? <laughs> it's when when the stars fight, right? Yeah, those we know, are the war we know of the stars. About. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. What, what you, you you do you know what they are in Star Wars? Can we say you're you're correct about Star Wars? You've earned a, a couple points there. Planets. Planets. That's pretty good. <laughs> She's so you want to tell me which you got a, a guess on which of those doesn't fit? Uh, we we were thinking maybe one of the last two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, one or two. <laughs> can we call Case? You cannot call Casey. <laughs> She's on the other team. Um, yeah, you're looking for Kashik? <laughs> I'm sorry, this number has been disconnected. All right, I'm going to need a guess, guys. We, we were going to go with Mantuin? Uh Mantuin is not the odd man out here, I'm afraid. Uh, do you guys happen to know what it is? It's, it's the last one, but we, we didn't hear if it was Clatuin or... Platuine. K-L-A. Yeah, Clatuine. Yeah, why do you think it's that one? Uh, because it's not a freaking planet. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, they're all planets from Star Wars. Oh, because they rhyme. It doesn't rhyme. Clatuine doesn't rhyme. It's You know what? It apparently doesn't matter because they're all actually planets from Star Wars, except, obviously, Tatooine is the only one you ever see on screen. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Could have started with that. Sometimes you're overthinking wait, it. Wait a second. Are you talking only in films or are you talking the games? Because I said, you see them in oh. games on screen. All right. We'll put an asterisk next to that one. So I'd, I'd like to pause it for uh, No, no points for that team. But rhyme. You guys got, I'm going to give you two points because, uh, yeah, you knew, or, you knew they were Star Wars planets, which is like about the least that we could know about that one. But that's good. All right. It's a good start. All right. We're going the other side here. Uh, Chris, here's your list. Get ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Rio Grande, Orinoco, Amazon, and Ganges. Okay. Well, rivers, right? Would... That's not very geeky. <laughs> rivers are so geeky, one, one you guys. More time, one more time for everybody. Rio Grande, Orinoco, Amazon, and Ganges. Okay. Adam has it. Amazon is the odd one out. The other three are the names of runabouts from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's what oh. that sounds like. That's 10 points. Yeah. Woo. I would drop the mic, but I didn't get it right. Adam did. So. <laughs> That's teamwork. That's all that matters. 
I'd like to thank Netflix for letting me watch all of Deep Space Nine at one throw last month. <laughs> that was a good cramming for this. Yes. All right, really? Curtis. I went one piece. <laughs> Curtis, I got a question for you. Here we go. Okay. Lake, mountain, forest, swamp. One of those does not fit. Okay, so you said lake, mountain, forest, and swamp? That's correct. Uh, yeah, so what is this in reference to? Lake, mountain, forest, swamp. Um, I see people like smiling and laughing in the audience, so I feel like I did a good job on this one. <laughs> um, there. No stealing from the audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Any any thoughts any over there? Any ideas? Anything? What you got? I mean, they're all <laughs> geographic-ish <laughs> things, but I'm guessing there's something more to it than that. I would hazard guess that there's probably something a little nerdier um, than just geography. This is <laughs> the geography show comes on after us. <laughs> geography quiz. <laughs> I, I think in the words of Terry Pratchett, uh, geography is just physics slowed down with a couple trees on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wendy, you said what? Uh, no, maybe not. Any idea where you might here. encounter Come these on. things? Um, <laughs> the big room with the blue ceiling? We're <laughs> outdoors. Uh, mountain, well... You got to stab at which one you feel like doesn't fit? We don't even go outside. I mean, what is up with this question? You might not need to. You might not need to go outside for this. Uh, the hell does that mean, Dan? You feel like that's too much? I feel like they're kind of lost, so I'm kind of like giving them that some nudges. That was not too much. I was no, a little, I was up here. No. I feel like this may be a thing that I don't. You don't know anything about this no. day. Anybody over there have any ideas? Just, just, just um, don't, don't, don't yell it out if you got it. But let me know if you, you feel like you know anything. We, we think that um, they're 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 monsters. You know, like um, swamp thing. Um, oh wow, mountain, that's a mountain thing. Mountain thing. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going for mountain mantuine. <laughs> Lake thing. Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Mount, Forest no, thing. Mountain mantuine. Mountain mantuine. There we go. All right. Uh, any ideas on which one doesn't fit? Take a stab. Maybe you earn some points by chance. One out of four chance. Uh, uh, lake, I guess. Lake, lake is the odd man out, so you're going to get some points. You're going to have five points for that. That's five points for no one, which right. is the wrong one out. But you have no, chance. no idea why. Curtis, I All right. Know where you the one it's, over there seems to know either. It's the shortest huh? word. I don't know. <laughs> What's all right, audience? What's the what's the key word on this one? Magic the wow, everybody knew I that have one. No idea what y'all just said. So, Magic the Gathering, Mountain oh, Forest, and Swamp are all basic lands that provide mana, but there is no lake. So we've now just lost the respect of the audience completely, right? Oh yeah, all they right. are. I mean, you think Minus that happened just, just now? Yes. <laughs> All right, so five points uh, for getting uh, a stab in the dark. See, sometimes stabs in the dark can get you somewhere. It can. Every rogue knows a stab in the dark can get you somewhere. All right, Casey. All right, ready? Here we go. No. Janet Van Dyne, Bruce Banner, Tony Stark, and Steve Rogers. 
As a hint, those are all names. That's all I'm giving you. We're okay. So my impulse is that Steve is the only non-scientist. Sorry, one more time. Your list is Janet Van Dyne, Bruce Banner, Tony Stark, and Steve Rogers. Like that's. I think that's reasonable. That's what totally. I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's three dudes and a woman. There are. That's not what I'm looking for, but you're 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 correct. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna go with Steve Rogers, the only one not a scientist inventor kind of thing. That's a really great guess. I'm gonna throw you a bonus point for that one. That wasn't what I was looking for, but Steve Rogers is the odd man out. So you got five right, points Steve plus Rogers a bonus point. Is the odd man out. Okay. So um, he's the only one who. I see Doctor Who. <laughs> For, at, at a science fiction convention? <laughs> I know. Uh, J- uh, Janet, Bruce, and Tony are all the original Avengers, and Cap is not. What? What is wrong with you? Nope. Ooh. Oh, my God! Wow. <laughs> That's correct. Wow. Steve Rogers... This is where I'm going to, if I had glasses, I would push them up on my nose and tell you that Steve Rogers is not a founding member, really, of the Avengers, though he was accorded retroactive founding member status after the Hulk left in, like, issue three? Like, yeah, so he might as well be, but technicalities, if we don't have those, then what's the point of this game? Don't forget our bonus point. We are oh, no, that. you got your full ten. You got your full ten, because you got the right answer. No more extra bonus points on top what? of that. Sorry, sorry. It's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm telling you, it's rigged. <laughs> it's rigged it's in their favor. Rigged. It's rigged. Uh, Wendy. Yep. Got one for you. Here you go. Scale of Dragon, Root of Mandrake, Gall of Goat, and Eye of Newt. Repeating it for the audience. Scale of Dragon, Root of Mandrake, Gall of Goat, and Eye of Newt. This is what I will be having for dinner after this panel concludes. Don't worry, they're organically sourced. It's cool. They're free range. That is a free range eye of Newt. I was allowed to hop around all by itself. Any thoughts, team two? They're huddled. There's some, some huddling going on. I can... One more time, Scale of Dragon, Root of Mandrake, Gall of Goat, and Eye of Newt. I'm just going to vamp a little bit while they're talking here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thanks, Sarah. How's everyone's show going? Day one. Day one. There's three more days. I will probably not die in the rest of the day. All right. All right. You got to guess, huh? Juliet knocked my idea that this was about Harry Potter and says it's about Macbeth. And she looks really smart. <laughs> so I'm going to go with her call that we're talking about ingredients from the witches in Macbeth. And the odd one out is Mandrake Root. You think Root of Mandrake is the odd one out, and they're all spells from Macbeth. And you are totally correct. Oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> Juliet is a genius! Ten points. Well done. Just, just for the record, if you ever use a question with Mandrake again, a Mandrake is a root. 
Root of the root. It's also really historical slang for gay, just so you know. But Wow, yeah. I'm learning a lot here today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more question in this round. Adam... I saved the evil one for you. Thank you, Dan. I did. I gave you all 10 points. All right. He got faster. Adam. Yeah, I finally figured out how this thing worked. <laughs> I have a college degree. <laughs> um, Adam, here we go. Here's your list. Lance Henriksen. <laughs> Stephen Amell. Simone Missick. Melissa Benoist. And Riz Ahmed. There was no rule about how many you could have. <laughs> you think I just, like, I'm not arbitrary and <laughs> capricious giving you points and taking away points? Of course I am. One more it's time. It's my show. I can do whatever Please. I want. So Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson, Stephen Amell, Simone Missick, Melissa Benoist, and Riz Ahmed. Do you know who any of these people are? I know who, well, Lance Henriksen frequently gets killed in genre movies. Melissa Benoist is Supergirl. Riz Ahmed is, you know, awesome. And, uh... Who the hell? And I'm black. You know, I'm just going to say, uh, Simone Messick is the odd one out, and the other four were all cast members of Glee, because that's really all I can come up with right now. <laughs> Do I get one point for audacity at least? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, love the I, I love do. the idea of Stephen Amell being on Glee. By you, the way, he looks like he could carry a tune if someone put it in a bag for him. <laughs> and now, in a special episode of Glee, Lance Hendrickson will sing Britney Spears. All right, I mean, I'm going to give you a hint, but do, but dock some potential points for you if I say. <laughs> You might want to think about uh, roles played, specific roles played by no, some of these people. You don't, you don't want to think about nope, any of these. Let's just roll. You don't want to think nope, about... Yeah. Do you know how much time I spent crafting this question? It was really good. Um, what did Lance Henriksen play? Okay, Lance Henriksen, he was Bishop in Aliens. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens. Okay. Uh, hey, that's, that sounds pretty good. You should think about that. Bishop in Aliens. Okay. Okay. All right, so we got Bishop's... No, I'm not... I don't have anything good to contribute. Be funny, David. Yeah. Amuse uh, us. Okay, so we got that. Uh, <laughs> I already forgot the rest of the names because I'm not a name person. I'm just trying to remember who Simone... Who's Stephen Mel? Who Simone are you Mel? again? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Amel sounds familiar. Did they all play freaking androids? <laughs> or... That's an android. Yeah, see, nobody remembers the female androids. Uh, uh, gynoids, whatever. No... I was thinking maybe there's an episode of Supergirl where she played an android, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, but, but an android is Supergirl. Supergirl, yeah. we think Supergirl is android replaced Supergirl. by. Wait, what if she's so the who only one? Played an, who has not played an android? Supergirl. <laughs> We've already got it. This is a brilliant diversion that is I mean, we're taking you farther and, and farther so away we, from we the truth. We might as well just keep faking it. So, does, does anybody? Do you guys have any ideas over there? Curtis, come on. Anyone? Um, not. Not really. No, uh, we, we we I don't think we actually know who. Are we uh, all going to lose points Simone, on this one? What's Any, her name is? Anybody out there have any ideas what this is about? Oh, yeah. I see a hand in the back. Oh, all right, we got a hand. I did not know that. <laughs> Was Riz Ahmed in the DC universe? Okay, all right. That's that's surprising to me, but not what I was looking for. Anybody else have any ideas on this one? I see a... I'm sorry, I can't hear. 
She says half of them were the con. She says half of them were the last year. That is half of them were, but not just. We're looking for one that stands out. And I would say you might want to think about who these people played. You mentioned Lance Hendrickson plays Bishop. That's pretty good. Do you know who Stephen Amell plays most famously? Anybody? Someone out there knows. Arrow. Also known as. Hey, look, he's standing back there. That's amazing. <laughs> Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. How? Yeah. So we've got Bishop. Oh, we've got oh. Oliver Queen. Oh. Okay, so Some... Bishop Queen Rook. God damn it. Uh, okay, so we got... Ta- Simone Messick is, unfortunately. Yeah, Simone Messick, I will give you a hint and say she was most recently seen in a Netflix series set in the Marvel Universe. Oh, oh Knight! Okay, so that means Melissa Benoist is the odd one out oh, because Knight. she played Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you got there in the end. So you're gonna get, we'll give you a couple points for that one, but you were led to water, my friend. Yes, Lance Henriksen played Bishop in Alien. Stephen Amell plays Oliver Queen in Arrow. Simone Missick played Misty Knight in Luke Cage. Riz Ahmed played Bodie Rook in, in Rogue One. Melissa Benoist has, so far as I know, not played any characters named after chess pieces. That was Diabolical. We're going to give you uh, two points. You'll feel like you really earned that one. We will take them. No, this is great. I flipped it around because I feel like I've decided to... Uh, this is a life hack. Uh, I turn around and do it myself. All right, so after three rounds, team one, you got 46 points. Team two, you got 38 points. Anybody's game. Round four is the second of our fake-off rounds. Fake-off, the revenge. Uh, this is team two's chance to bid four points. Uh, team one, or see, team two, you, uh, you get the chance between, to bid between one and ten points. You get the question right. You get that many points. You get it wrong. You lose that many points. Um, and your uh, category is something that I've already forgotten. What was the category I gave you guys? <laughs> Do you remember the category? Yeah, it was um, fantasy, science fiction, fantasy. arts, and crafts. Fantasy. Arts and crafts. Oh, okay. Your category is fantasy and science fiction, arts, and crafts. <laughs> remember, you risk losing this number of points if you don't get it. So what do you got? We're going to say nine. Nine. They're bidding nine. All right. All right. Nine points bid. Your word is tanned. T A N D tanned. Chris Husberg. No, 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 we want we want Adam to go first because Chris always goes first. Okay, all right. Adam Rakunis. What's tanned? What's a tanned? Uh, tanned is a kind of woven scarf uh, worn by characters in Ursula Le Guin's Earthsea. Woven scarf worn by in characters in Earthsea. Is that what it was? Earth in uh, Ursula K. Le Guin's Earthsea. Ursula K. Le Guin's Earthsea. Okay, so a scarf. We've got some textiles. Our second definition. Casey, what do you got? All right, so first of all, when I first read this, I had no idea how to pronounce it. So I, in my head, I'm like, tond. Tond. Like, you know. Uh, I don't know if anyone read the trash fire that was um, Shadow Moon, <laughs> the so-called sequel to Willow. <laughs> I am not So-called. The so called. Well, it turns out it's not. But it was written by Chris Claremont and... Oh, I have that book. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And, and George Lucas. Okay, it was written by both of them. Oh. Um, so in it, Lenora has become this, um, like really spoiled, like super chubby eats all the time. And that's like all she does. And, you know, she's guided by a fake willow. So during the course of the story, I'm sorry, I cannot help, but this book is so bad. (laughs) So during the course of the story, um, she has to create a tond, um, which is a scepter of a sign of her actual authority, royalty type thing. 
So without it, she's just a spoiled little brat, basically. All right. So it's a it's a scepter from the execrable. Is that a fair description? <laughs> execrable. <laughs> uh, Willow sequel, or it's a scarf, or Chris, what is it? What is a tanned or a tongue? Well, I prefer the twang pronunciation tanned. Tanned. Um, tanned. Yeah, tanned. A tanned is a sculpture made of rods and wire, and it's it's created by. Uh, by individuals who are part of a mysterious ascetic order. And it's all part of Jack Vance's Dragon Master's book. All right. So a sculpture made by some ascetics or a scepter crafted in the Willow sequel or a scarf from Ursula K. Le Guin's Earthsea series. The so-called Willow sequel. So-called Willow sequel. One of those is correct. Basically, is it tanned? Tond or tanned. <laughs> also, what is fair it? pick. Nine points on the uh, for stake here. It sounds like a lot of people probably started, but never finished that book. I don't think it's that one either. That one's that was a little convoluted. That that one's too personal. That's not about the question. Um, yeah, I felt like she was trying a little too hard there. <laughs> She's a storyteller. It's cool. Wire construction feels kind of specific to me. So does that mean you think it's right or it's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It was specific, though. That was, there were specific details. Those are good. Yeah, specific is something I'd probably add to make it sound convincing. I just watched a TED talk about like how to, well, a TED Ed, you know, the animated ones about how to tell when people are lying. And they usually put a lot of extraneous details in when they're lying. You know, or they use a lot of negative words. And I got a lot of negative words from Case, and I got a lot of extra detail from, you know, this Jack Vance. You never met stuff. me, have you? <laughs> you think that's extra detail? Give it time. I'll see you at the bar. All right. I really. So, so I Ted guess is we're telling us really what the an- Ted is telling us really what the answer is. Ted Ed is, Ted Ed is telling us, and, and we're going with Ted Ed just because it's Ted Ed. I mean, how can we argue right. with that? It's what is Ted Ed telling first. you? Which of those are you picking? Uh, I, I think we're saying Adam is the truth teller. All right, what, so was they that tanned, tanned, that was or tan. I think it was just tanned, and they they think it's a scarf from Ursula K. Le Guin's Earthsea. Adam, is that correct? Oh my God, no. It is not correct. That was a bluff. So, audience, by applause, show us which one of these you think is true. Do you think it is? How many people think it is from the Willow so-called sequel? Give me some applause if you think that's correct. All right. All right. Some people might think that. How many people think it's from the Jack Vance series? It's some wire. Pretty close. I feel like maybe a little more. Uh, um, So uh, is is it from Willow? Okay, sequel. First of all, sequel. All right, okay. Moving on. We're running on. <laughs> no, we're running a long time. So the answer uh, is no, it's definitively. It, no, is, it not, is not from Willow. Which means the correct answer is it was indeed Jack, Jack Vance. Jack Vance. All right, that was nine I points. You were lying about the fact that there even was a Willow sequel. No, no. <laughs> I was like, what? No, you're nine lying. points bid. You're but taking a little that means, uh, So nine points down. So that's twenty nine. Sorry, nope. That's yeah. is that right? Yep, that's right. Twenty nine. All right, twenty nine forty six. Going into the very last round. The last round we like to call, this is uh, one of our recurring games, Movie Mashups. This is Peak TV Edition. It is the golden age of television, or so I hear. Oh, Movies want in on the fun. 
Here's what's going to happen. From the following mashed up, listen up. From the following mashed up plots, tell me the name of the TV show meets movie. So you're going to have one movie, one TV show, and they're going to go together. And it's going to happen like this. If I gave you the synopsis, a pair of secret agents aim to protect the world from extraterrestrial threats while exploring the more subtle and sinister impact of technology on our society, it is Men in Black Mirror. I like you a lot. Please, please stay. <laughs> All right, here we go. We are going to start with Chris on this one. Chris? All right. A reformed neo-Nazi tries to prevent his younger brother from joining up with a band of misfits with superpowers. American History X-Men. That's 10 points. Nailed it. All right, Juliet. <laughs> That's a little sad, my friend, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Fair. Pretty great. All right, Juliet, a parent and kid switch bodies, which only amps up the drama around the local high school football team. Freaky Friday Night Lights. You guys are running through this one. I can tell these are going to be fun. All right. Casey, a ragtag group of survivors is trying to stay one step ahead of the shambling corpses with help from their latest member, a wisecracking mercenary. The hell is wrong with you? What? Nothing from the audience. I hear you guys. Oh, God. Seriously. Uh, walking Deadpool. Ten points. I feel like we turned this one into the lightning round. Uh, Curtis. Yep. A motley crew of time-traveling superheroes takes on a mogul who wants to control the news in this installment of the long-running spy franchise. Legends of Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, man. I cannot make these hard enough. Rolling. Adam? Yes. Two slackers hiding from a zombie outbreak barricade themselves and their friends in a saloon in an Old West mining town. Shaun of the Deadwood. Whoa, on fire. I would just like to point out that at this time, I'm pretty sure I haven't watched TV or a movie in the last uh, 80 years. That's what I'm starting <laughs> to get the feel. Well, you're going to take us out with, our, with, our, with my personal favorite. A local town government department peopled with colorful characters seems to get no work done, but maybe that's because they're fleeing resurrected dinosaurs. <laughs> Jurassic Parks and Recreation. That's 10 points. All right, you brought us to a close. Our final score. Team 2, you racked up 59 points, which is pretty solid, but not today because Team 1 racked up 76 points. Team 1 is our winner. Somehow we did it. Thank you all so much for coming out. Thanks so much to my awesome and talented panelists. Remember, you can catch us on theincomparable.com. You can see us on Twitter at at incon underscore because all the good Twitter names are taken. Thanks so much again. Enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you, Dan. And don't forget your host, Dan Lauren, everybody. Yeah.